0: father could use a little mercy now the fruits of his labors falling right slowly on the ground his work is almost over won't be long it won't be all right. church and country they could use a little verse You know we hang in the balance between hell and hallowed ground. where well, every single one of us could use some mercy now. Yes, every single. You some mercy
1: Welcome. We're glad you're with us this morning. Our celebration services in January are live streamed at 9:30 a.m. Central Time. In-person attendance is currently paused and our gathering team continues to monitor conditions. Watch for our church communication on Thursday regarding our return to in-person services in February. Join us this Friday for First Friday Experience. We'll come together on Zoom to experience Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's last Sunday service at the National Cathedral, just four days before his assassination. An opportunity for community discussion will follow. Parents and caregivers you and your kids are invited to come play together on Saturday, February 5th at 7 p.m. for youth and family virtual game night. It provides a variety of fun games suitable for a Zoom crowd. Contact Cassidy Meeks to participate. Unity Minneapolis registered members will elect two new members to our Board of Trustees on February 20th. Next Sunday, February 6th, We urge you to bring your questions and participate in a candidate Q&A session at 10.45 AM and 12.45 PM. You can join us on Zoom, and if we're back in person, you can join us in the Fillmore Room. And Dane Stouffer is back with Let Us Play, a judgment-free play zone with theater games, storytelling, creative prompts, and lots of laughter. The first of this monthly opportunity is on Zoom next Sunday, February 6th at 1 p.m. We were blessed to have Reverend Megan Smith-Brooks, author of Unraveling Grief, as our guest speaker in January. She's also leading ongoing monthly workshops on Zoom. Join her on Sunday, February 13th at 1 p.m. for Self-Love as a Path for Healing Grief details for all our upcoming events and activities are on the church website facebook page our weekly emails happening at unity and peak of the week you can also email or call the church office and now please join reverend tony for our opening prayer
2: join me now as we step into the consciousness of prayer, the consciousness of communion with that which is in all things and beyond all things, that which is in our heart, which is our very being. And so we begin by opening to that divine nature. We call upon that divine spirit as we become consciously aware of the connection that we have with each other, with our world in that oneness. We open to the blessings and the prosperity that flows in and through us and as us into our world. Feel that presence, the love, the compassion, the peace, the health. wholeness. And we send that same feeling of love and peace and compassion and wholeness into our world. We radiate that wholeness and hold in our hearts those who have asked us for prayer, to see them whole, regardless of their outer condition. We do so at this time, and we know that that wholeness strengthens, and heals. We give thanks for this beautiful day, for the sunshine, for the crisp, cold air. We hold those on our eastern shores as they have experienced Mother Nature in a way that presents challenge. We hold them in our hearts and see them safe. We give thanks for this community, we give thanks for each other, and we give thanks for the presence and the power that is God in, through, and as us on this day. And so it is, and so we let it be. You know, sometimes when you change the thing, you forget that you changed the thing. And then you get so aware of the moment that you forget you're supposed to be doing the welcome (laughs) and the affirmations and all of those things. (laughs) Thank you, Judy. (laughs) So welcome, everyone. <clears throat> it's good to have you here, um, and it's going to go easier after this, I promise. It will flow, because that's how it works. We're glad to have you here coming live stream with us, and we'll welcome those who maybe for, for the first time you're joining us, and really it's usually a little more organized than this, so welcome. Uh, there, is, um, there is a way that you can connect with us. Um, If you are new to Unity, check out the card and fill out that card or connect with us. And if you do, we have a gift for you. Know that Unity Minneapolis is an amazing community, an inclusive, loving, welcoming community. And wherever we are on our journey, our spiritual journey, we find that we are welcome here. And so we want to welcome you again for being here with us this morning in this celebration We want to um, now share with each other and say together our core values. And so if you could repeat with me the core values for Unity Minneapolis today. Together, we are loving, transforming, welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. We are loving, transforming, welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. And now the affirmation for January, as we move into our end, our January, I am peace month, let us say together our affirmation, in quiet times of prayer, I am filled with a sense of tranquility. Today, we're going to be celebrating a season for nonviolence in 19, what was it, 1998, Though it was on January the 30th was the 50th anniversary of the assassination of Mahatma Gandhi, and it was the 30th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King on April the 4th of that year. Association of Global New Thought, the ML the MK Gandhi Institute, and the MLK Program for Study came together to create a 64-day program entitled A Season for Nonviolence. Since then, celebrations have been held at the UN in many years and probably 900 to 1,000 communities around the world. It's a time that we honor these two men. We honor their message And we honor those who have worked to bring a world of nonviolence into being. So today we're going to celebrate that. We're going to celebrate it with song, with readings, with prayer, and with meditation. So I invite you to join us as we do that. And let us begin by singing one of my favorite songs This is My Song. Let Us Sing Together. i my again with a reading from albert schweitzer in the hearts of people today there is a deep longing for peace when the true spirit of peace is thoroughly dominant it becomes an inner experience with unlimited possibilities only when this really happens when the spirit of peace awakens and takes possession of men's hearts can humanity be saved from perishing
1: Margaret Randall, let us be present, each from her or his culture, each from her or his experience, and assume our responsibility for all life. Let us come together in witness of difference and embrace one another. Let us see the child whose parents cannot be there and put our arms around that child. Let us stand beside the woman abused by power and recognize that all abuse of power diminishes our humanity. Let us call upon the man who still believes he has a right to violate the lives of others and let him know we will no longer tolerate his cowardice. Let us join the growing chorus of those who will no longer be governed by those who cannot govern their own lives. Let us sound a mighty no, echoing from mountaintops and ocean floors through canyons and across deserts, jungles, forests, and farmland until that no becomes a powerful yes. Let us hold life from legions of humans to the tiniest flower and recommit ourselves to nurturing its presence in all our lives, Throughout past millennia, we have many times over reinvented nations, communities, and ourselves. We have walked toward progress and run away from it. Today, we have a single urgent choice to dig our communal grave or to thrive. So on the threshold of a new year, Let us turn our backs on prejudice and greed and quietly, passionately, assume the only stance that offers hope and light to our great-great-grandchildren for life, for life and death, for peace with justice for all humankind.
0: I saw what I saw and I can't forget it. I heard what I've heard and I can't go back. I know what I know and I can't deny it. Something along the road cut me to my soul. Your faith has changed me. Your dream inspires yep. your face, oh, your memory, your hope. <clears throat> Substitution. Something on the road cut me to the soul. I see what I see with no hesitation. pain has changed me. Your dream inspires your face.
1: A reading from Mahatma Gandhi. I am a believer in the truth of all the great religions of the world. There will be no lasting peace on earth unless we learn not merely to tolerate, but to respect the other faiths as our own. A reverent study of the sayings of different teachers of humanity is a step in the direction of such mutual respect. Before Hindus and Muslims dare think of freedom, they must be brave enough to love one another, to tolerate one another's religion, even prejudices and superstitions, and to trust one another. This requires faith in oneself. I regard both the religions, Christianity and Islam, as equally true with my own but my own gives me full satisfaction. It contains all that I need for my growth. It teaches me to pray, not that others may believe as I believe, but that they may grow to their full height in their own religion. My constant prayer, therefore, is for a Christian or a Muslim to be a better Christian and a better Muslim I am convinced, I know that God will ask, asks us now, not what we label ourselves, but what we are,
3: what we do.
0: in there.
2: have the courage to imagine peace. Do we have the courage to imagine peace? How can we as individuals, one person at a time, make a difference in this large world? What does peace mean to you? What does it mean to me? Is it a word that I hear or is it a living Breathing entity with a heart and a soul all its own. Is it passive or active? How can I, one person, make a difference? The season for nonviolence celebrates two individuals who made a difference. In 1967, Dr. Martin Luther King completed A book entitled, Where Do We Go From Here? It's one of the last things that he wrote before his assassination in 1968. The last chapter of that book is entitled, World House. For many, it is considered to be the best summation of his overall message for our world. Today, I would like to share a part of that with you. I encourage you to check out the whole essay. You can do that if you Google World House, Martin Luther King Jr., <clears throat> you'll find that. But I want to share with you just some excerpts today. I would like to point out in the beginning that, as with most of our readings today, we're using the original language of the author. And so this does not always include gender-inclusive language. And for Martin Luther King in 67 the nuclear arms race was the most powerful issue for peace at the time. One of the most powerful at the time. And so his language reflects that, but I do believe that we could add any number of issues and challenges there. And I also believe that were Dr. King writing all of this today, one, his language would be gender inclusive and two, he would recognize all of the challenges that we face today in our world. So let me share with you now words from the world house. Nothing can be more tragic than for men to live in these revolutionary times and fail to achieve the new attitudes and the new mental outlooks that the new situation demands. In Washington Irving's familiar story of Rip Van Winkle, you know, the one thing that we usually remember is that Rip slept 20 years. There's another important point, however, that is almost always overlooked. It was the sign on the inn in the little town on the Hudson from which Rip departed and scaled the mountain for his long sleep. When he went up, The the sign had a picture of King George III of England. When he came down 20 years later, the sign had a picture of George Washington. As he looked at the picture of the first president of the United States, Rip was confused, flustered, and lost. He knew not who Washington was. The most striking thing about this story is not that Rip slept 20 years but that he slept through a revolution that would alter the course of human history. One of the greatest liabilities of history is that all too many people fail to remain awake through great periods of social change. Every society has its protectors of the status quo and its fraternity of the indifferent who are notorious for sleeping through revolutions. Today, our very survival depends on our ability to stay awake, to adjust to new ideas, to remain vigilant, and to face the challenge of change. The large house in which we live demands that we transform this worldwide neighborhood into a worldwide brotherhood. We must, together we must learn to live as brothers, or together we will be forced to perish as fools." It's not enough to say we must not wage war. It is necessary to love peace and to sacrifice for it. We must concentrate not merely on the eradication of war, but on the affirmation of peace. A fascinating story about Ulysses and the Sirens is preserved for us in Greek literature. The sirens had the ability to sing so sweetly that sailors could not resist steering toward their islands. Many ships were lured upon the rocks and then forgot home, duty, and honor as they flung themselves into the sea to be embraced by arms that drew them down to the death. Ulysses, determined not to succumb to the sirens, first decided to tie himself tightly to the mast of his boat and his crew stuffed their ears with wax. But finally, he and his crew learned a better way to save themselves. They took on board the beautiful singer Orpheus, whose melodies were sweeter than the music of the sirens. When Orpheus sang, who would bother to listen to the sirens? So we must see that peace represents a sweeter music a cosmic melody that is far superior to the discords of war. Somehow we must transform the dynamics of world power struggle from the nuclear arms race, which no one can win, to a creative contest to harness man's genius for the purpose of making peace and prosperity a reality for all the nations of the world. In short, we must shift that arms race into a peace race. If we have the will and the determination to mount such a peace offensive, we will unlock hitherto tightly sealed doors of hope and bring new light into the dark chambers of pessimism. The stability of that large world house, which is ours, involve a revolution of values to accompany the scientific and freedom revolutions engulfing the earth we must rapidly begin to shift from a thing orientation oriented society to a person oriented society when machines and computers profit motives and property rights are considered more important than people the giant triplets of racism, materialism, and militarism are incapable of being conquered. A civilization can flounder as readily in the face of moral and spiritual bankruptcy as it can through financial bankruptcy. A genuine revolution of values means in the final analysis that our loyalties must become ecumenical rather than sectional every nation must now develop an overriding loyalty to mankind as a whole in order to preserve the best in their individual societies. The call of a worldwide fellowship that lifts neighborly concerns beyond one's tribe, race, class, and nation is in reality a call for an all-embracing and unconditional love for all. This often misunderstood and misrepresented concept has now become an absolute necessity for the the survival of mankind. When I speak of love, I am speaking of the force which all the great religions have have seen as the supreme unifying principle of life. Love is the key that unlocks the door which leads to ultimate reality. This Hindu, Muslim, Christian, Jewish, Buddhist faith belief upon, about ultimate reality is beautifully summed in the first epistle from John. Let us love one another, for love is God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. Anyone that loves not knows not God. For God is love. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and love is perfected in us. Let us hope that that spirit will become the order of the day. We can no longer afford to worship the God of hate or bow before the altar of retaliation. The ocean, oceans of history are made turbulent by the ever-rising tides of hate. History is cluttered with the wreckage of nations and individuals who pursued this self-defeating path of hate. As Arnold Toynbee once said in a speech, love is the ultimate force that makes for the saving choice of life and good against the damning choice of death and evil. Therefore, the first hope in our inventory must be the hope that love is going to have the last word. We are now faced with the fact that tomorrow is today. We are confronted with the fierce urgency of now. In this unfolding conundrum of life and history, there is such a thing as being too late, Procrastination is still the thief of time. Life often leaves us standing bare, naked, and dejected with a loss of opportunity. The tide of the affairs of men does not remain at flood. It ebbs. We may cry out desperately for time to pause in her passage, but time is deaf to every plea and rushes on over the bleached bones and the jumbled residues of numerous civilizations are written the pathetic words, too late. There is an invisible book of life that faithfully records our vigilance and our neglect. The moving finger writes, and having writ moves on. We still have a choice today. Nonviolent, Coexistence or violent co annihilation. This may well be mankind's last chance to choose between chaos and community. Consistent with the prophetic tradition, Dr. King's words are sometimes difficult to hear. They demand of us introspection. And change. Change is not always easy. And that doesn't always flow. Obviously from the first of this service today. We get caught in a rut. And we miss the change. Dr. King also held out a vision and a promise for the future. That should resonate in every human heart if I could go back and make any word changes in what I've just given you from Dr. King's World House, it would be a couple of words. One in the Arnold Toynbee's quote about love. And when he says that love is going to have the last word, that hope is our best weapon, our best tool, I would say that Hope, in the old tradition of that word, the old definition is expectation. Expectation. The first expectation in our inventory must be that love is going to have the last word. That would be one change that I would make. And the other is when he finishes with the last sentence that I read for you here, This may be mankind's last chance to choose between chaos and community. I wouldn't be a good unity student if I didn't know that that already exists, and this is our best chance, perhaps, to make that decision to move from chaos to community. It is for us to do. We can do that holding that vision and that purpose in our heart by daily smiling, believing, opening on a personal level and on an interpersonal level to really listen and to cooperate and to hold ourselves and others accountable. And at a community level to educate, to advocate, and to act in peace and nonviolence. Dr. King also said these words, and I would like to use these words to take us into the silence. He said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hatred cannot drive away hatred. Only love can do that. Let us have the courage to bring love, peace, and nonviolent existence into our world today. Let us take that into the silence.
0: The sky was blue. I could see all around me, everywhere. I could see. like
4: I affirm a world where all people learn to think of I and now where all people practice existence
3: and coexistence.
4: Where all people move through life individually
3: and with others
4: woven together
3: separate yet interconnected
4: like the light and dark of the Tao.
3: I affirm a world where all children are taught about coexistence
4: Cooperation.
3: Community building at an early age.
4: That they learn acceptance and respect.
3: That they can overcome the prejudice.
4: They learn from adults.
3: I affirm a world where political leaders encourage respect for diversity.
4: Instead of exploiting differences for political gain.
3: I affirm a world where leaders of all faiths.
4: Denounce absolutism
3: and fanaticism,
4: for respect and tolerance for all expressions of connectivity with God
3: or the universal spirit
4: are understood as expressions
3: of our shared desire
4: to join with a higher power.
3: I affirm a planet where the oppression of minorities is universally condemned,
4: where we can all coexist
3: rather than become extinct.
4: A world where the ideals of coexistence
3: and community building
4: become educational priorities and shared societal goals.
3: I affirm a world where difference,
4: tradition, culture, spiritual roots
3: are honored.
4: Where the goal of peaceful coexistence is as important as clean air, clean water,
3: and protecting all the species on
4: Earth. I affirm a world of peace, joy, and abundance, and so it is.
3: I affirm a world of peace, joy, and abundance, and so it is.
1: A reading from Matthew. As Jesus has said in the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. We are the peacemakers, one in the love that is God. With hearts united, we establish harmony and peace in our lives and in our world.
0: be humble, to be kind. It is a giving of the peace of your mind. To a stranger, to a friend, to give in such a way that has no day is done. We are peace. We are war. We are how we treat each other and nothing more. To be bold, to be brave. It is the thing. Can come quick The dangers in the anger And the hanging on of it We are love We are one We are how we treat each other And the day is done We are peace We are war We are how we treat each other each other and nothing more
2: are how we treat each other. I want to thank Judy, Lori, Jean Dean, and Ian. Thank you. I want to thank Eden, Iko,
5: <laughs>
2: Lucas, and Jean McNillis, and our crew here for this service today. And I want to thank you for being part of it with us. And now I ask you to Support this Unity Minneapolis through your your gifts, donations, your tithes. There are a number of ways that you can do that. Um, obviously, the website, which has a donate button. Um, there's a QR code. There are envelopes that you can put a check in and send it in. Venmo and PayPal also search for Unity Minneapolis. Thank you in advance for those gifts, those donations, and those tithes. And may we use them to bless our world as well. And may you be blessed. So join me now as we say together our offertory blessing. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am.
6: sing fear makes me feel like I'll only die, don't you know that you can hear the mountains ring and you can turn around and make the angels cry, mm, look the dove is on the way, We don't even need to know why, but, come on
0: people now, smile on your brother, everybody Everybody get
5: together, together. try Try to to love.
0: Fading in the grass Come on, come on oh, Come on, on. people come on now. now Just smile on. on your brother Everybody, Everybody. together Everybody. Try to
2: thanks today. We give thanks for the gifts that we've been given and the gifts that we give, the gifts of our treasure, our time, and our talent. We bless those who have given today, this week, through consistent giving, through their time, their talent, and their treasure. We say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you. I just do love it when a plan comes together. I want to, um, again, thank you all for being here. Um, I want to thank John Southam here for being here and being support for us today as well, John. Thank you. I want to acknowledge our prayer chaplains who hold us in their prayers always. And specifically today on Sunday, if you need to speak with the prayer chaplain, to pray with the prayer chaplain on one-on-one, you can do that via Zoom. Um, there is a meeting ID on screen, and you can speak with them, and they will pray with you in confidence. Know that they are holding us in their, in their prayers um, all the time, and we give them thanks. I also want to acknowledge our youth and family group. They are on Zoom and having a wonderful time. Cassidy Meeks is doing an amazing program with all of our kids, our young people. And I encourage you, if you'd like to spend some time with someone younger than you and with (laughs) lots of vitality and lots of energy, check with Cassidy. She's got some openings and would love to have you be part of that. And we've got some amazing kids to go with that. So don't forget this week um, on Friday uh, we'll be getting together for our Stronger Together initiative and we will hear in his own words Dr. King's last Sunday sermon that he delivered before his assassination. Also I want to remind you that the family game night is on Saturday, February the 5th. Uh, Q&A for our board candidates will be Sunday, February the 6th. Check the website for whether we will be uh, Zoom or in person on these. Also, Dane Stauffer is doing his wonderful first Sunday. First Sunday of the month, he'll begin his "Let Us Play," and then Megan, Reverend Megan Smith Brooks will be back with us on the second Sunday. Our annual meeting is on the twenty, the twentieth, and the Women of Unity are having a revisioning, a revitalization on the last Sunday of the month. It's going to be a busy month of February. The affirmation for that month is guess what I am love so join us as we move through that now I'm going to ask you as we close out the service to prayerfully from your heart join us as we say together the prayer for protection for it is a prayer let us hold it in our hearts as we say it together The light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. and I am divine, and all is well. Amen. And now, let us sing together the peace song. Thank you.
6: Striking backwards from 2022, they say, we'll all be judged by who they love. The computers can't calculate an ending, and there is no email address to address the most high. I am but a sum total of the sum totals, the past, present, presently placed. We are the cross-section of separated lands, Pangea. We are all four corners of a cornerless globe, of God and God of, the last of the last and the first of the next.
0: Come together, come together, come together.
6: Come together, come together, come together. together, together. And they disagree. They say it cannot be. They say you can't be and be of cannot be both light and darkness entangled, cannot both believe and question. So we stand at opposite ends, opposing, afraid to ponder the possibility, know that fearing the unknown and doing nothing is far worse than fearing the unknown and striving to understand why. Do not ignore a chance for advancement. It's an opportune occasion to merge one with one.
0: Come together, come together, come together. Come together, come together, come together.